Girls Podcast. I'm Larry Monkey. You can find me on Twitter at FF Larry Monkey. None other than the man, the mystery, the Mr. Baby Doe Breakfast Sandwich Killer, Mr. At Road DFF, Justin Rogers. Ow! And not a whole lot. I'm recovering from a day at the deer camp, getting it ready to kill some more babies. The we can kill deer period is coming soon. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, more uh, meat in the freezer, ready to have me some deer burger. Oh my god, deer burgers! Do you have like a doe special? Doe burgers? <laughs> no, I don't have a special for them. That's well, why I do all this running so I can eat. Well, <laughs> well, I just got back from vacation, so to answer your question. I could not stop eating on vacation and drinking. You know, that's how, that's what you do on vacation, man. The little guy held his own, was a cool dude most of the time. Uh, still, ball and chain, but what are you going to do? What are you going to dizzy? How about you, man? How's your, how's your little uh, bundle of joy? Mr. Crosby, how's he doing? Uh, man, I just wish he would sleep through the night just once. That's all I'm asking. Oh, just he's almost hitting three months, right? Uh, three months and a few days now. So. Okay. Three months and a few days. Yes, this is when this is when Colin kind of kind of turned the corner, man. So it's gonna happen any day for you. I feel like that's what I'm hoping. Sure <laughs> yeah, I know, nice. I know that's what you're hoping. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it would be nice not to get up at three thirty in the morning, dude. Holy shit, man! You gotta stretch that shit out as much as you can. There ain't no stretching nothing oh, out. That boy starts to scream in the middle of the night. It is what oh. it is. Oh my god, I just oh, those days were just terrible. It was just. Oh. Oh, I can't even see anyone that has three kids and it's like, how do you even do that? It makes no sense. And anything after three is like, you guys are on crack. There's no way. My appointment to visit someone about making sure that we don't have a third one is next Monday. So are you kidding me? Yeah, that is unbelievable. You know why that's so unbelievable? I'm getting one of those in two days. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, look at you gonna have some downtime mine won't be scheduled for a while i'll just visiting the consult oh my god the consultants i don't think i'm gonna walk in there and they're gonna be like yeah let's go ahead and snip it i just did a 15 minute like over the phone thing about right. video video call with the guy i wish they would go ahead and do that with me when you want to know what my guy's name is it's uh and i only oh, reason no. i bring it up is because it ties into all of this what is his name dr seaman no it's not it sure is no, it is not. It That's is. Like it's he changed his name. He didn't change his name. He doesn't spell it like that. It doesn't obviously. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, man. We got a lot of good doctors up these parts. There's no 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 wonder why Doctor Seaman is the man. Yes, this is happening for me. Yeah, man. and this has been a long time coming. This is a big topic in the fantasy community as well. Well, you know, people don't want to get stretched so thin with children that they can't play fantasy football. So, as a result of me getting a vasectomy, I'm going to the uh, Jets-Packers game at Lambeau Field, October 16th. Already bought the plane ticket. So you, because you got, you're getting snipped, you get to go to the game? I just demanded it. I, oh, I'm like, wow. this is what's happening. I'm doing this. Let you find coverage for the guy. I mean, there were, there were some terms that were negotiated, and, and my terms were... Uh, she was not interested in my terms. So I was said, okay, I'm just going to go to see the Jets-Packers game. It's been a, a bucket list. I want to always want to go to Lambeau Field Cool. Yeah. for a Jets-Packers game. And you're not going in December, so that's nice. No, it's in the middle of October, and my brother-in-law, Jets fan, lives in the Colorado. He's like my my Jets game buddy. Yeah. I'm meeting him in Chicago, and another guy flying out to Chicago, meeting my brother-in-law. This guy's driving us to Lambeau. Where we're at in the planning stage right now is where do we want to stay in Green Bay? Because I hear Green Bay, like in the stadium area, it's kind of lame. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I don't know. Somebody help me out. I feel like the whole of Green Bay is lame. Yeah. So there has to be some kind of, I'm sure it's going to be a ton of stuff for uh, just for the, you know, football weekend. Even just, even Jets fans flying in for it or whatever. So whatever, man. I'm pumped. Speaking of uh, getting cut and getting snipped. Oh, gross. (laughs) Terrible. 
It's a worse. Man, I traded him for like a first round pick. Like, God, it's got to be like like eight years ago or something. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember right, right, getting right. a first for Kenyon Drake. What when was his best season? So Drake had 955 yards rushing, 25 catches in 2020. He scored 10 touchdowns. That's Poor little Kenyon Drake. He, you know, he probably made himself $15 million in his career, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he made some money, but you know, he doesn't, he never really was fantasy relevant. Then all of a sudden you had a deep roster. Well, uh, I mean, you, and in the last, I mean, I guess in 2020 he wasn't, which isn't that long ago. Well, right. his 2019 season might have even been a little bit better because he had 817 yards rushing and eight touchdowns, but he also caught 50 catches. I mean, that's probably why I got the first round pick for him. Yeah, right, right. In that league. Let's talk about someone that's a little <laughs> more interesting and getting a little more hype right now, going the opposite way. We got two guys. Who's that? Let's start with uh, with your boy Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, you, you have know, him everywhere, don't you? What is amazing about this guy is I seem to have him in all my leagues, and I didn't even really know about that I did until yeah. he started popping off in the preseason. And I'm like, I, like, I think I picked that. I think I drafted that guy. And I have him everywhere. <laughs> I have him everywhere. Question is, why haven't you traded him everywhere? I'm trying. I'm actively. I actively just started to trade him today. Yeah, but you're trying to get a second, aren't you? Of course. Yes, I'm not taking less than a second. Yeah, look. Let's see. Just keep in mind that's a seventh round, the thirtieth pick of the seventh round. I know that's seventh round running back who never he never produced in college. His numbers were nice, but the reason he didn't produce because he was on one of the worst teams in college football. Okay, somebody tell me what? Are you telling me that his numbers were nice? Career high was 729 yards. Okay. He played for one of the worst teams in college football. I get that, but even like great measurables are are off the chizzy. Yeah, he does have good athleticism, but yeah, but I don't think that that's as important in running backs. I don't know. I don't know that Pacheco is anybody when the season really starts. I mean, well, we'll we'll go to the trade finder right now because I got I got it queued up. And would you be surprised if you could get? Cole Komet for Pacheco and a 23 second. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. It's a nice even trade, I feel like. It'd have to be a pretty big premium for me to even care. Yeah, I would say so. If it's just, if it's not a premium, I don't even want to give a second for Cole Komet. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's a tight end premium. Right. Or else Cole Komet has zero value. Right, right. Less value than, yeah, you're not trading a second. I just assume there was a it's got to be, yeah. A, a premium here. Here's a here's just a, a ridiculous trade. So Kyler Murray, uh-huh. Anthony Ferkser, Hunter Long. Okay, so this is Kyler Murray for Baker Mayfield, Pacheco, Hollywood Brown, a 23 first, second, and fourth. <laughs> okay, so we could just throw Pacheco out of there. We can throw Ferkser and Hunter Long out of there. This is Mayfield. Right. Baker, Mayfield, yeah. first and second for Kyler. Mayfield, Hollywood, first and second were Kyler. I want Kyler. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, but you were going after Herbert, and oh my gosh, no, I'm not looking wrong. at other teams in the league and done. No, no, no. I opened up my sleeper. The guy I was negotiating with had sent me a message, and I was just reading it now. Uh, you know, how sleeper has first initial last name. Yes, one of their big negatives. I have Jamal Williams and Jamison Williams. I forgot I had Jamison Williams because he's he's not like on my taxi squad. He's at the bottom of my of my sleeper roster. Sure. This is at the bottom of the screen. And I've had Jamal Williams since I took over this team, and I've been trying to trade him. So all I see all the time is Jay Williams, Jay Williams. Anyway, this guy was part of his guy's original offer involved Jamison Williams, but I just automatically deferred to Jamal Williams. I don't know, man. This is another problem I have with Sleeper. Like, If you're not paying much attention, you might be like, oh, yeah, let me – Send Jay Williams, and you know, you don't even realize it's just you're. I didn't. I mean, I could have accepted something like that. It was really that's it's messed up, man. So he sends me this deal. This is a uh, this is in the Hogs League with the Angry Sports Couple and a voice in Fuego Troy and uh, EK Baller and uh, and a bunch of other cats. So I, I get this offer for Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and Justin Herbert for my Goff, Mayfield, Jamison Williams. And two twenty-three firsts. I think it's Jamal Williams, just because it's J- the Jay Williams part. When you countered, you put Jamal in there, didn't you? Y- yes, of course I did. <laughs> yeah. So I whittled it down to like Goff, Mayfield, and a first for Herbert, and he wasn't interested. Which in Which is that. a trash offer. <clears throat> yeah. Bad one, bad one. But we discussed that already. 
Yeah, we talked about that. I offer him, so I offer him Goff, Jamal Williams, because I, th- I think that's who he wants. Because he uh, he's offering Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, so I'm like, okay, we're all throwing in like douchey running backs. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, oh, here's my Jamal Williams to mix in with your Mostert and Wilson. So it's Goff, Mayfield. So I offer him Goff, Jamal Williams, Mayfield, 23 second and a 23 first for Herbert and his and Wilson and Mostert, thinking mm-hmm. that he wants Jamal Williams. Right. And he's like, dude, quit trying to put a bait and switch on me. Dude, he sends me a message. This is fantastic. This is great. And and he was cool about it, too. But he was like, uh, he goes like this. I'm not desperate to make this trade. Herbert is arguably the most valuable fantasy asset for this league. If you don't want to take it, no worries. And then he says, trying to trick me subbing out the Williams isn't cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, dude, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I explained to him. I was like, I oh, Williams. I like I you know, I James I I have no idea I had Jameson in this league. You know, you have a bunch of leagues, you don't know what's what what's what. And you see Jay Williams, I've been trying to move Jamal forever. After he sends me this, I scrolled up to the very first trade that he sent me and I was like, Oh, okay, it was Jameson. <laughs> you know? And then That's you know, one he, of those am I the asshole? Yeah, yeah. Then he was like, "Oh, it's cool, man. That makes total sense." So thankfully, he, this guy, was very nice about it. So Pachenko, man, moving while you can. The running joke is CEA. Everyone's hates CEH, but uh, Dynasty Rich just traded a twenty-four first. Too rich for my blood. I still think that CEH is the back to own there. I just don't want to own him. You're gonna love this. Okay, he traded a twenty-four first and second for CEH and a twenty-four third. Again, I'd rather hold. I'd rather hold the first and second. Well, I think he, I could do better with that first in season than I, you know, than CEH. Yeah. I mean, he, question marks. he has logic. So some guy jumps all over him. He goes, give me that 24 first and second. Pretty easy. And then Rich comes back with, it's almost likely a late first. Two years from now, zero worries about it. Recoupable. Which, yeah, but see, I, there's two things about that. First, you have no idea if that first is going to be late or not. You mm-hmm. really have no idea. You hope it is, but two years from now, yeah, you don't know. Like you could have two injuries on a team, and your team looks entirely different. Yep. And then the other thing is, I hate the it's you can recoup the picks because you're still gonna have to give up an asset. And what happens if instead of giving up Ch, you have to give up a legit asset to get that first back? That's the problem with the whole. Oh, I can get that first back, or I can get that pick back. It's like wait, wait, wait. If if the player that you've got depreciates. And it's quite possible that it could. Then you're going to have to give up a better asset to give that back. So you're you lose losing that in that. Oh, a lose lose. Get the Ceh the bad player, and you don't have the first, or and you have to give up a better player to get that first back. Well, I mean, unless you have some inside information that Ceh is actually going to be a thing this year, is he going to get the volume? Everyone's talking about the Chiefs' backfield, and Ceh isn't necessarily the the one they're talking about right now. Well, no, no one's talking about him. There are, everyone, <laughs> everyone likes the new, fresh, shiny toy. The problem is that none of them are the back to own, right? Really. In, until it until it materializes. Until so, two people get hurt, and then there's only one left. So I would be hesitant to trade a 24 first and a second. Yeah, that's for someone that it's deep. may or may not hit because yeah, that, the jury's that, still out on them. Than that, Ceh right now, the team may have just got a little bit less good by getting Ceh. It's a big gamble. I mean, could a 24 first and second get you Dobbins? Would you rather have Dobbins or CEH? Oh, Dobbins. And I think that gets, I think that at least gets the conversation started. Well, speaking of rookies that are gaining steam and veterans who are losing a little bit of luster, huh? Huh? you know where I'm going with this? You don't say. How about uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson? B Rob and A Gib. What the talk right now? B Rob and A Gib? I don't think we're going to do that. You don't like that one? I think we should leave that one to you know, lay it down the rest. Oh, my then. God. But, yeah, Gibson. Dude, he's out there returning kicks. Oof. They might be out on him. I have never been in on Gibson. When um, What's-his-face hates somebody? Ron Rivera. You don't like Antonio Gibson because J.D. McKissick's a thing. Yeah. They drafted B. Rob. They're always they're bringing run. They always bring running backs in. And first of all, Antonio Gibson's a great back when he is healthy, but he's never healthy. That's his problem. Well, the bigger problem is the fumbles. Hmm, that's a problem. That's a big problem for them. Like you can't have that. Who do you want, Antonio Gibson, Juju, twenty three second, or Nick Chubb? 
Nick Chubb or Antonio Gibson, Juju, 23 seconds. I guess give me Chubb, I think. Yeah, 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 I think so too. Because I'm, I'm watching the Chiefs. I'm watching Pat Mahomes not knowing who is his favorite guy. We're all just like, like assuming it's Juju, but he's throwing the ball to everybody. Yeah. Everyone's making plays for the Chiefs right now, and he's just picking everyone apart. If Juju's the the number one there, that's fantastic. But again, you don't know. You know, you don't know what Antonio Gibson. You don't know what Juju Smith-Schuster. You don't know what twenty three second is. You know what you're gonna have Nick Chubb. You're gonna have a running back that's gonna have a top five quarterback for the playoff run, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I just don't want Gibson. I just don't want to deal with the, the heartache of another running back just deteriorating. Okay. This this will test your disdain okay antonio gibson 23 third melvin gordon 23 second oh give me gordon in the second i don't even think it's a question i think gordon plays a decent role this year and i get the better pick okay i'm probably get a antonio gibson next year's second round that's amazing so if you have antonio gibson go make that deal i don't unfortunately i know me neither yeah i would Antonio Gibson or Brandon Ayuk? Imagine that. Oh, no. Oh, really? Because I forgot to mention the 2 6 added to Ayuk. Oh, really? So you get a second rounder and Ayuk? And quarter, I mean, Leatherface traded Antonio Gibson to Ghostface for Brandon Ayuk and the 2 6. Oh, yeah, yeah. This occurred uh, six days ago. That's so easy. Wow. Some crazy. uh, James Cook or Gibson in a 23-3rd? I like Cook. Ooh. I'm in on Cook. I think he's going to be you good. You are a Cook guy. I could not catch him fast enough in a lot of places. I was a Cook guy before the draft, so then he gets the second-round capital. I was like, okay. If I want a Cook, I would have to reach for him in most of the leagues I was in. You would um, have to reach for him over me. I'm That's regretting the, the uh, Polly's playoff, Shane Barrett's. Charity League for Alzheimer's research. That draft wrapped up, and something I regretted. I was on the turn. I had the twelve. I was in the twelve spot. I took Singletary and like somebody else, where I should have just went Singletary Cook and got them both. Yeah, just lock up, lock it up, see how it plays out, and you'll have a guy. You'll always, you'll eventually have a guy. What do you think about that strategy? I I like to diversify a little bit more personally. Hmm. I like to have a I like to have a hand in multiple uh, backfields rather than trying to get one backfield locked down. Because so, then if I hit on two of them, I got two great starters. Okay, so I took Tannehill with the nine twelve, which was my second quarterback. I had Dak Prescott the nine twelve and the ten one. I went Tannehill Singletary. Would you have rather have Tannehill Singletary or Cook Singletary? No, you gotta have Tannehill. Hmm. That's my your second team. quarterback. I have Wat. I took Watson uh, three rounds later in the twelfth. Yeah, well, that's your second quarterback because Watson yeah, yeah. went the week thirteen. So right, 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 right. So yeah. how are you I, feeling about stashing Watson now? When he's not going to be ready for th- week thirteen. I, I, I mean, it depends on what type of redraft league you're in. Yeah, is he going to be drafted? Okay, so here's the difference. Like a lot of these charity leagues and things that we're playing are like 20, 22 man rosters. Yeah. And then a lot of these home leagues that we're playing are like 15, 16-man rosters. Yes, you're right. It's a big difference. You know, getting four, six extra spots, you can afford maybe to hold a player for the whole season. Like SFB, if you have him, you might as well just hold him. You get 22 roster spots, you can work with – just pretend you have 21, you know. And if you get to the playoffs, then you've got a guy. Yep. If you're in your home league and it's a standard, like, you know, seven starters and a QB. I mean, then a, a kicker and a defense. You get nine total starters. And then like six or seven bench spots. I don't think you can roster Deshaun Watson. Like, I don't think he's draftable. Maybe you pick him up in like week eight, week nine, something like that, and roster him for like three or four weeks before. But, man, unless you can stash him on your IR, it seems like a waste of a roster spot. I mean, are you ta- you're talking about a – we're talking about Superflex here. No, I'm talking about, I mean, most of us are playing one QB. So the league that I hated and shit on all last year, uh, my wife's college friends league that they asked me to come in, get into, and I was just like, sure, at the time. This was years ago, and it was fun. I won it the very first year I got into it. Right. The guy was like, hey, you want to chip in on the belt we're going to buy? And I was like, sure. And even and I was just like, man, I should I should have just been like, you buy the fucking belt. You're the commissioner. <laughs> right? Why? And then, you know, like, you just banged me for half of my prize money. 
or not half, but just like a piece of it. Yeah. But whatever. So uh, I'm just, I mean, I complain about this league because it's just completely standard vanilla. Yeah, but see, like, okay, here's the thing. And this is why I tell somebody else because I've got a 10 man, a 10 oh. man league, 10, 10 teams. And uh, kicker D. A, yeah, kicker D. Yeah. Uh, standard, no PPR. Ugh. And it's pretty generic. It's full of all these old regulars that I have at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, Wild see, Wild those are your buds. I don't really know these fucks. Oh, well, see, like... yeah, because I was going to say, what I tell, because we had a couple people that said, why don't you turn this into a 12-man league so we can get in? I asked That's a couple fun. people, and they're like, no, we want to keep it 10. We like the we like to have a, a roster with a bunch of players. Okay. And I was like, okay, I get it. I'm not going to push it. And my thought process for me is I'm in enough leagues that, that it doesn't bother me to be in one of these leagues. It's just a different challenge. I couldn't play in 10 of these 10-man non-PPR generic leagues, but one's fine. You know, you got to look at it that way. Like, I get it. Like a little bit of, a little bit of variety. Spice of life. Yeah, it's like 100 bucks to get in, and it's just on Yahoo. And I only use MFL <laughs> and Sleeper. Yeah. So I said to the guy, I told the guy, I was just like, listen, man, I'm in a, I have a 25 year plus home league. We moved to sleeper two years ago, uh, at least because he's just like, oh, I want, uh, you know, he's, he's all, he's all like concerned about the, the history, the st- st- statistical history. Right. Sleeper imports that stuff now. So I was like, just move to sleeper, man. I mean, I don't like, I don't want to do Yahoo. I, the only reason I did Yahoo last year was because Liz Loza was, was fresh off the, you know, <laughs> she was just, she was just with us. And I was like, yeah, that Liz Loza high, yeah. Yeah. I was riding that Liz Loza high. Who's uh, ESPN now, which is pretty cool. You know, I was like, I don't want to do it. And he was like, and he get, sent me the, like the begging text, you know, like, yeah. what can I, what can I do to get? And I was like, all right, whatever, man. All right, fine. I'll be in it. He's just like, this is one last year. And I was just like, ugh. Just move it to fucking sleeper. Who cares about your Yahoo shit? You know. Yeah, you know? we're on ESPN to You know, I run oh, one, and yeah. a buddy of mine runs one. We call them the two Buffalo Wild Wings leagues, and it's just, and there's some crossover, some uh, incest oh. between the two leagues, but you know that's how that goes. Oh yeah, do deals get made based upon you know, like Absolutely both leagues? Not. No. Oh, are you sure no. about that? Oh, look how you still you're not you are you you're stern about this. It sounds like it's a vote in one league. Which is whatever, then that'll never go away just because. What about what, Isaiah Pachanko or like two orders of wings? <laughs> <laughs> what about Nobody's that? gonna get two orders of wings. It, <laughs> is that allowed? Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. No, uh, <laughs> the other one we have a committee, so it's like three people will say we'll give the okay on it and try to get it through. We had collusion in that league years ago with a guy and his son. The guy was over there trading his son's pieces while his son's at school. It's like. What and he traded away his only healthy. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard. I remember you told me that story. Yeah, he traded his only healthy quarterback, like his son's only healthy quarterback, to himself, so he'd have a quarterback for the week. Oh, that's some that's redneck shit game. right there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and I messaged, I messaged my boy Vinny. The the uh, uh, oh, by the way, he's from Jersey. I was Vinny gonna say you got somebody named Vinny in Mississippi. That's yeah, sense. Vinny that makes Jersey. absolutely zero sense. <laughs> yeah, I messaged him. Was like, yo, this ain't right. And apparently, I wasn't the first one to message him. And uh, yeah, we we reversed that trade and kicked him out of the league after the oh, season. Oh God! And he's like, let's you know, he just you know asked, hey, can you be on this? Like, if a trade comes through, and if it involves you or anyone else on the oh, committee, because we have two alternates. I know you have like three commissioners in your league. It's ridiculous. No, it's one commissioner and a little committee of trade. A committee of the trade it. committee. Yep. And and my thing is, every time I get a trade come through, oh no. I'm like, I'm like, no collusion. It's good to me. The exact same thing I say every time. Where trade looks good to me. No problem. Steady Eddie. We mentioned him last episode. He's uh, he's making things happen in his inaugural startup in his life. I mean, I've been advising him. I'm just like, there's got to be no vetoes. This vetoing trades is the dumbest thing that you could possibly ever do in your entire life. Veto trade. Remember you yelled at me last year for vetoing every trade that, that I got? Yeah. Because I was in protest. Yeah. I would veto every trade in protest. Mm-hmm. Of the dumb vetoing trade rule, and you yelled at me for doing yeah, that. Yeah, because you deserve to be yelled at, and I'm glad we clarified that and that you're on the on the right path. I did change after that. I don't want to know your trade. I don't care. Let the commissioner worry about your bullshit trade if it's a yeah, bullshit. That's trade. the problem with that's the problem with old home leagues for me is yeah. that we'll never get rid of that. I don't need I don't need six of my buddies weighing in on, yeah. on a deal I nope. made. 
The worst part. <laughs> that... The worst part is Larry is in that ten man league. It's a two day waiting period while the trade gets reviewed by everybody. <sighs> That's the biggest yeah. problem I have with I vetoing have trade. Problem. If I want to make a game day, game day deal. Yeah. I mean, especially in Dynasty. There's a noon cutoff on Friday, and yeah. that's when I go back and I rescind any trade offers that I have. Oh. I know I'm doing this trade offer, and we can send it again next week if they want to do it. It gets me so worked up, man, when people talk about vetoing trades and, the oh, we got to wait two to three days. And it's just, What? Those are going to be my terms with this guy. He wants me to get in his league. I don't want to get in it. I'm going to be like, let trades go through without a veto. Trades immediately. Yep. If there's an issue, go back and fix it. Just, I think it's he's not going to do anything. This guy's like uh, he's like living in the 1920s. If there yeah. are fantasy leagues, he's a 1920s guy. Uh, but I'll have something to complain about this season. Obviously, oh, that's what we need. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen because I've already started. I'm already starting to complain. How many leagues do you have left? That like redraft, blah 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 leagues. I just have my home league. Just the one home league? The home league that's been around. It's called Damage Inc. After the Metallica song. After um, Airstar Puppets. That league's been going on since 98. It took off. And we've been in a league ever since. But yeah, we haven't. Well, I mean, we had a friend die this year that was in the league. So we had to replace him. That was a selling point. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't want to fill TZ's spot oh, in the my. league. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was no problem filling that spot. Oh, yeah. No, I got it, man. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we've Whoever got, I wanted uh, to make feel guilty was it, it took the spot. Whoever I was in the mood to make me feel guilty as shit. Hey, you want to take my buddy's spot that died in this league? <laughs> That's brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, didn't have, we actually have no openings in either of the leagues, which is mm. shocking. Like, that's just unusual. Watson's not going to go drafted, but it's he's somebody you want to keep an eye on. Yeah, like I said, like week eight, nine, something like yeah. that. Maybe think about it. That's I'm not true. drafting Watson. If you want to draft him and and waste a roster spot for 13 yeah. weeks, because there's no this guy hasn't played in two years. So is he going to come on and light it up? He's not Michael Jordan, although his his college football coach compared him to Michael Jordan. And then JUCO, I mean, who is this guy going to have? Who's he going to have chemistry with? Is in Joku? Yeah, in Joku. <laughs> he better have some chemistry with Jacoby Brissett. He's going to be unemployed next year. And Joku? Yeah, dude, he signed a monster contract. Did he sign a full deal or? Oh yeah, he did. Uh, he signed he? a monster contract. He's better looking than uh, John o. Smith. Well, John o. Smith was all physique, and Joku has never been healthy ever. I've had that guy on every one of my teams at some point, and he is still on a bunch. You want to talk about redraft and charity leagues? They're one and the same. Man, we should do a charity league just for just for just for the hell of it. Maybe next year. Ah, you. So maybe next Dude, year. It's August the twenty second. I know and that's what's the fun part about it. League? No, no. What if we did like a twenty second timer? How about that? And and just if we no. proposed, if we proposed it like a charity league to the Hot Sauce Listener League because it was one of the longest drafts in the history of slow drafts. What if we did like a twenty second timer draft for charity? You know what the problem with that, Larry, is it's impossible yeah. to get everybody on the same time frame to do we it. Can, like let's we, set aside an hour and a half, two hours. Everybody does it. If we reached out to the twenty eight people in the league and only needed ten, we could fill it. I'm not about I'm it. Not, I'm not. You might be able to fill it with nine members. Oh. I Right now. I, got, I got no bandwidth for that right now. You can't do it. Okay. I won't harass you anymore. I got two drafts this coming weekend, and then I've got a family reunion the next weekend. Family reunion. Oh, the debut of Crosby. The Crosby That's debut. Right. Yeah, baby. Fuck, can't wait for that. Oh, he's so cute. I'm going to have to listen to that ah, shit. fucking A. Yeah. whole damn time. <laughs> you just got to shake your head and smile. Tight end. You reaching on a tight end? In your big time home, big money, big money league, are you just going to grab the top three or are you just going to sit and fill your roster up? I think I want a good tight end. I don't think I want to try and like piece together like tight end 12 and 14 and try to get a good season out of that. You know, are you intimidated? Are you intimidated by this uh, Isaiah Likely? No. You don't think no. he, he, you don't think he takes anything away from I don't Mark think Andrews? He, no. I think again. Camp hype. This is a guy who ran like a four eight something. It's so like you're a talking about Romeo Dubs is is the cream of the crop then. Same situation. Oh. Actually, I I feel better about Dubs than I do likely or Pacheco, but I still don't want him on my team. I want to sell him now while his hype is high. I think you can get a second for Dubs. Yeah, I think the hype is there for that. You don't think a second for Pacheco though? I don't think you can get one. Who's your top four tight end? Mm. Does Waller still exist? 
Well, Kelsey and, and Andrews are the top tier. Yeah. They're by themselves. And then, I mean, I'll just go ahead and uh, reveal a little sneak peek into my hot takes. I got Dalton Schultz as tight end three in redraft this year. Ooh. I think there's too many questions about George Kittle and that offense and the volume there. They have him blocking a lot. Adams come, cuts into Waller's targets. I don't think he sees 130 targets. Not in the red zone, though. I think his red zone – He's still going to be a red zone guy. Waller? He's never been much of a red zone guy in the first place. He's going. They're going to use him more in the red zone now. Based on what? This is just you're like based on the fact that everyone's going to be on Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. It's just going to free up Waller. He's the third option. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not the third option. He'll be the Renfro's third, third option. Renfro's on the on those quick slants. Come on. Renfro's the third option. Devontae on the back shoulder in the end zone, or you have Waller just like. Just running across the back of the end zone, just yeah. just, throw, just put one up there. Think, I don't foresee Catch him it. getting. So who do you have? It? Right. It's Kelsey well, and Andrews are pretty easy, right? Kelsey and Andrews, and I think they're going to use Pitts a lot. But when does the third tight end go? Third round? I don't want to take a tight end in the third round. That's I, exactly I feel right. like I'm going to have to have to take him there. It all depends on draft spot. I approach every redraft like the draft has to come to me. Right. I can't. I can't be like I'm going to get two running backs and then I'm going to go running back, running back, tight end. I'm not going to do that. You have to you have to see how everybody because all bets are off once that draft starts. That kicks off, especially in a time draft. My home I mean, my home league is going to be is a slow draft, thankfully. But this uh, standard league that I'm in is a time draft. It's like a two minute timer. So and it's going to be an interesting draft because it's like no PPR. There's no tight end premium. It's one quarterback. So it's basically a touchdown league. Yeah. So how how do you draft in a touchdown league? You gotta go heavy running back, right? Yeah, you gotta go heavy running back, and you have to go with players on the best offenses because you're hoping for those touchdowns. Yeah, you know that's the problem with Kyle Pitts in a league like that is that uh, how many touchdowns realistically are Mariota and Ritter going to throw? Twenty two. I, I, I think it's a lock for Pitts to get eight touchdowns. I don't think so because that's that's more than a third of the passing touchdowns that I would project for okay. that offense. That's a lot. That is a lot. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. I mean, based on your projection. What do you realistically see as the, the TD ceiling in Atlanta? 26. That's the ceiling. Is 27. Yeah. Of 32? No, no ceiling, 32? No way. There's no fucking way that Ritter and Mariota are throwing 32 touchdowns this year. Well, let's think about the ceiling for receiving touchdowns from the folks that are going to be catching them. Olamidi, probably going to have, what, about three touchdowns? Sure. Okay. There's three. Drake, if he stays healthy. Okay. Five. Give him. Give him six. What yeah. about Cordero Patterson? Ooh. There's another four there's, right there. Probably. The, okay. Yeah. Four sounds fair. You're at either twelve or thirteen already. You're gonna have a handful of guys catch one or two touchdowns. Well, Brian Edwards, two. No. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I have no idea what you're gonna say right now. <laughs> oh man. More or less two touchdowns for Brian Edwards. I'd say less. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. Come probably on. not. He probably catches more than that. Let's think about this. Uh, Damian Williams is going to catch one or two. Are you so, tallying these? All right. So this is where we were at before. All right. We had three for Olamide. We had five for Drake. <laughs> Let's give Brian Edwards two. Okay, so now that's, right. that's 10 touchdowns. Hold on. That's yeah. 10. Cordero with fourth. That's 14. Uh, Damian Williams one. That's 15. You already if if they show, if they throw twenty two touchdowns, there's only seven left for Kyle left? Pitts, and you didn't even factor in like the random Ferkser touchdown. Or we also didn't ran we just we also didn't random in the Ritter plus Mariota touchdown pass. I'm only talking about as a team twenty two. Oh as a no team. way! I disagree with that. You got to go the over on that. I don't know what the Vegas odds are on that, but I, I don't like even know why you would take the over on that. Twenty two passing touchdowns. Yeah, because of the extra game that helps. I mean, okay, well, Matt Ryan talking about one point. What one point? Hold on, Matt Ryan threw twenty last year. Feeling good about this? And no one else threw any passes for Atlanta. The team had twenty passing touchdowns. Wow. Something. The year before that, the team had twenty-seven. Wow. So that's disturbing. You're right. So I guess I got. I guess you've changed my mind. The year before that was twenty-nine. And then he had those few good years where he threw like 36, 37. I have a uh, an interesting question for you. All right. In terms of the tank. Now, you know when you have rookies on your taxi squad, are you yeah. obligated to promote them 
to have an optimal lineup. Nope. You got Brees Hall. You got Brees Hall, and you earned the one on one this year, and you want to try and earn it again next year, and you got a taxi squad. Brees Hall can go on the taxi squad. Got no problem with that. I like it. All right. No problem with that. You're playing within the rules. Okay. Because they're not available for for your lineup. This applies to me. Which is why I'm bringing this up, obviously. But But you know what? I do like that, like in the DDCL, you can go in and steal someone's taxi squad player. Oh, so there you go. What kind right. of discourages it? If you're a contender, are there any league winning rookies that you're looking at, Larry? Yes. What are you thinking? Ooh, everyone's thinking about the rookies. There can only be one or two that has an opportunity to be a league winner. And I'm telling you, oh, man. There he goes again, guys. I think it's Kenny Pickett. You wait, you, oh, you rolled all yeah. the way back. To, you rolled all the way back to the QB after starting out with, <laughs> starting out with well, it's not the QBs. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, baby. So let's talk about Kenny Pickett, who everybody hates. He's got a hundred and forty-two point one quarterback rating through two preseason games. Hold on one second, because I got yell at my cat. Oh, can't wait. To, what's your cat's name? Is your cat's name Run? My cat's name is Not Not. Not Not. Not Not. Not not. Yeah, I'll tell a quick story about this and then we'll get back to little hand picking. It's never her fault. Not not. Yeah, no, it did not come from that. So this was a pair of kitten sisters that my wife, you know, they had some strays that they were catching and getting spayed or whatever. And it took a little bit of effort on my end to finish that uh, that job off trapping hmm. kittens. But these two kittens they kept, and one of them has a dot on the middle of its head, and the other one doesn't. And when I met my wife, these kittens were about six months old, mm. and she was calling them Dothead and No Dothead. And I said, "No, you cannot call them." Oh my dothead. gosh, you cannot do that. And it wasn't; it was just an innocent thing. But like, you couldn't be telling a story about Dothead, like sitting I mean, in a bar. I know, and you guys are Mississippi, so no one cares anyway. Yeah, but I kind of <laughs> in the butt. So I was like, "No, this would be not not and dot dot." And that's nice. what the name stuck. And so that's what their names are. And not not was on my damn kitchen table in there. So it's not not who what which cat does a dog like the best? Oh, they they don't give a shit about each other. I guess no. not not because dot dot like stays under under stuff under chairs under the bed. Oh, that's and exciting. not not lays up on top of the bed with with the dog. So I guess we had a cat years ago that lady played with. That cat died. Hmm. So. Good story. Yeah, great one. There, <laughs> Almost as good as the dot head note. And if no you want to talk, head. so we've been talking about most of these folks today. We didn't touch on George Pickens because I feel like we don't even have to because he's already the rookie of the year. You know, right? But yeah, yeah. The underdog ADP movers over the last week, like yep. Robinson, hey, Brian Robinson, we talked about him. Twenty-eight spots in ADP. Pachenko, twenty-six spots. Pickens, twenty-two. Damian Pierce, eighteen spots. Zay Jones. What? Why is Zay and Jones a half spot? Like... Is everyone sleeping on Zay Jones right now? No, <laughs> is he a favorite it, of? No, you you want to know why he's jumping, Larry? It's because when you're jumping from like 270 to 250, it doesn't matter. You know, it's a lot easier to jump 15 spots uh-huh. at the very back end than it is. That's got to be why. That's like I'm looking Maybe at he... ADP on Fantasy Pros, right? And it's 263. Maybe he, maybe he did one of those Zay Jones like like super 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 slides, you know. One of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Zay does that that he does that magical stuff where he doesn't have any gravitational pull to the earth. He was basically yeah. going undrafted in most drafts. No one's taking so, Zay Jones. No, no, no. That, that's one of those that doesn't matter. While no one's taking Zay Jones, everyone is taking Romeo Dubs. Yeah, he's he's approaching the top one hundred. I don't have him anywhere, by the way. I, mean, I, I may have capitalized on the Isaiah Pachenko train. I may have gotten uh, cozy with the conductor of that train. But the Romeo Dubs train, I missed out on completely. I have no Romeo Dubs at all. And I feel like he's going to be the guy that catches all of Aaron Rodgers' passes. Alan Lazard has been being hyped all camp. You think he likes Alan Lazard more than Romeo Dubs? Yeah. Hmm. That's going to be fun. Guess who's going to be watching him live? This guy. <laughs> because I got my, my junk worked on. Get me the Lambo. Ronald Jones. What's your story with Ronald Jones, man? Because I'm a jo- I was a Jones believer. I've always me been a Rojo guy. Oh, you. You've been a big Rojo guy. Yep. Me too. But he's toast, man. He's toast. 
That's it for him. I think he gets. I think he gets cut. There were talks about him being the RB one. You could. I know. Have, you could have ripped somebody off with a Rojo, Rojo trade. Yeah, I don't know if I own him anywhere now that I think about it, because I made so many trades at the end of last season, anywhere that I had him to kind of. Uh, capitalize on a little bit of hype no it's great for me i can't believe zay jones is in this mix and ronald jones is just a free falling baby free falling romeo dubs so the bottom all these five, rookies, the rest of these guys are all camp hype guys yeah let's hear your bottom five movers who's well, moving these down are, i mean they're not the bottom five but they're they're not who's moving uh, down the most they're not ronald jones territory but they're prominent guys that have had some um significant adp sure. fallout deshaun watson minus 14 that's big for the redraft crash jameson crowder who i thought was going to be the man he was going to be the cole beasley plus as i referred to him sounds like uh isaiah mckenzie is taking over that role sounds like crowder may not make that roster it's amazing because crowder's the real deal he's gonna i mean crowder landing in green bay would instantly make him the number one receiver honestly kenny galladay is a shit you know, he's garbage. He's always been, for except for like one season. The next one or two, guy, one or two seasons from for Detroit. Yeah, that's next even guy is the next guy. Oh, you don't want to talk about Zach Wilson like that. You don't want that smoke. <laughs> What's he going to do? Hobble over and try to catch me? Well, uh, listen, the recovery time is two to four weeks. The season is in five weeks. I think I, I feel like he's, uh, well, I think he comes in right that fourth week. The season starts on, the, on week four. Antonio right. Gibson, a, 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 a minus eleven point three ADP fallout. This is the, this all comes down to the Brian Robinson hype, which is plus twenty eight. Yeah. So, yeah, they're kind of they're kind of uh, high fiving each other in the ADP night. You know, they pass yeah. by each other, and yeah, Rob jumps him. Yeah, they're, they're I think just... that's going to happen. I think by the time we're looking at ADP next week. I think that Brian Robinson yeah. could be ahead of. Oh yeah, the yeah. Game. They've already they've already chest bumped each other on as they right. pass, and that's how it's been. This is the dealio, Ronald Jones. You don't want him on your team. And again, you know what? This is all nonsense. This Brian Robinson, Isaiah Pachenko, Pickens, Pierce, Dubs, Zay Jones. This is your typical non-point scoring season rubbish so maybe there's oh. some maybe maybe some of it has some merit but here's what here's where the the preseason stuff matters for me i don't care if they're ripping off six yards of carry or if they're getting 0.2 yards of carry that none of that matters to me what matters to me is brian robinson is taking all the first drive snaps and antonio gibson's out there and returning kicks that's a problem like usage matters to me more than production i don't care that isaiah likely is out there catching you know, six balls for 80 yards. Like, I, I just don't care about that. Is he running with the ones? No. Okay. Don't care. Yep. You know, same thing with Romeo dubs. Is he running with the ones all the time? No. Okay. Is he catching a bunch of balls in the second half of the, of the game and eh, whatever. I'm excited to try to move Pachenko and Damian Pierce in the HQ league. We're going to talk about this and what, what my haul may be. So stay tuned for future episodes. And I heard Justin, his dog date just rolled in, right? She was headed out the back door. Ooh, was she looking yeah. at you when she ran out? Was she just like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I want well, apparently, apparently my wife just woke up from a nap and uh, is confused by why I'm still recording. It's only been an hour and a half. Oh, dude. Let's get into the last, last thing we we're going to do. All right, let's do it, man. You worked hard on this one. I worked really hard. It took me a good <laughs> probably, probably 90 seconds of work. It Dude, tough. it was a lot of work, man. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was your idea. <laughs> let's, let's set a starting lineup. And a hot take, gonna... baby. Let's do it. Let's do a hot take starting lineup. That means it can't be the obvious. It can't be the chalky answer. It's got to be a fucking real deal. Like, hot take lineup. I'm staying out of the top five for each position. How about that? Okay. All right, Who's your QB one? Who's your QB one? Well, not not my QB one. I'm not predicting that all this right, person right, finishes talking, okay. as the QB one. Your hot take QB one. Trey Lance finishes top three. Oh, motherfucker! That was mine. <laughs> yes, I, the obvious hot take QB. You know, he's got these underlying like. Uh, I I will use a different. Uh, I will pick someone else. Go ahead. Well, I think it's easy. Like he he doesn't have to do that much with his arm. To be a top three or four QB, give him a good 800 yards rushing and he's there. You know, 
And yeah. I think that's completely within the realm of possibility, given that he's going to run a bunch. Yep. I have an easy, easy retort to you. I mean, Trey Lance was, was, a, was a great pick. I, I was in on that one. I think my, my, my next pick is Trevor Lawrence, because this oh. was the second coming of Jesus Christ quarterback superstar. And then all of a sudden, he had this whole, like, you know, his head coach was finger blasting somebody in a random <laughs> bar, you know. Oh, no. So now he's got legit Super Bowl winning head coach. He's got the pieces in place. The coaching is in place. They're starting to put they brought on all of this. They paid a lot of wide receivers to come catch balls from. They paid a, a tight end, a first round pick tight end, Evan, Evan Ingram, to uh, join forces with Dan Arnold, who was, was a nice connection. They had a nice connection last season him and trevor lawrence and then you have travis Etienne, who was just called he's, he's making everyone turn their head this this preseason and then j rob what he's a part of this too everyone's like oh the achilles but hey he ain't never been put on any kind of ir or anything no pup yeah. And who can't, I mean, who, you know, I don't know what those medical guys know, but whatever. He's a piece, and hopefully he continues to progress in his rehab, and maybe he'll be a contributor this season, which would be amazing. It sounds like he's guys going to be playing week one, which is amazing. But uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, baby. Evan right. Ingram. So give me, give me a running back, man. Well, and, and again, real quick with Trevor Lawrence, because they mentioned any of the, all the wide what receivers. Real quick, ain't nothing been real quick about this whole <laughs> thing. Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk, <laughs> don't blame me. It's Christian Kirk. It's Christian Kirk. What was the question? Now, who's your running back? Start with start with Ooh. your running. We're gonna do two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. So give us your first running back. Okay, my first RB. Here's a great one. Everybody hates this one. Zeke Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. No brainer. No brainer. This guy's going to fall to you in like the third or fourth round. He had a torn like something in his legs or his knees and still had a thousand yards last year. Everyone's like, oh, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard's great. But it's a great compliment to Zeke, who is the RB1 in, in Dallas. And Zeke is going to be the RB1 at the end of the season in Dallas. And he's going to fall to you. It's a steal. That's my RB1 hot take. What's yours? Well, I, uh, I'm reaching back into the well of players that you just mentioned. Oh, baby. I got Travis Etienne finishing as a, as a top 12 running back. Hmm. So I think he catches a lot of balls, like 60, 70 catches this year. And if he gets 60 or 70 catches and 175 carries, he's going to be in the mix for top 12 easy. Who? Travis Etienne. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, 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 I just want to make sure the audience is with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure you're with us. <laughs> I am with us. I'm with us. And then my second running back is uh James Cook. I think he finished Ooh, top, baby. You love top James 24 Cook. with high RB2 upside. Mm. Another guy's gonna catch passes in a strong offense, obviously. You know, maybe the best offense in the league. Maybe he turns a few of those touches into about six or eight touchdowns, and he's there. He's in the mix. Who's your second RB, RB there? My second RB, and I'm going super hot because this is the hot sauce pod. I'm going Isaiah Spiller. Oh, man. On a Super Bowl trajectory. Austin Eckler has had, he's had some, you know, soft tissue stuff going on in his career. You know, not to say that he's not going to stay healthy all year, but there's a chance he might not. And guess what? Their backup running back sucks ass. Boom. Yep. Isaiah Spiller, fresh legs, 21 years old. He may not have put up the fastest 40 or, or shined, but guess what? You have a talented running back who was a consensus RB2 before all of the bullshit evaluation started. He was a consensus RB2 based on performance. True. True. Based on performance, and now he's on a Super Bowl caliber team. He it's a lateral move for him, honestly, right? He had the production profile, but man, is he a mediocre athlete by NFL? He had a tough standing. time at the combine, which really knocked him down some some pegs. But I applaud the Chargers for just being like, "Who cares?" Well, they didn't say who cares they could, because they took him in the fourth round. Well, yes. If they if they said who cares, they would have taken him in the second round. 
Well, they, they definitely him. said we care. We're not taking him to. The they had an interest. They drafted him, and you know what? There's a there's. I mean, this is a 32 man league. You ever draft in a 32 man league? I mean, you know that this guy's not coming back to you. You're hoping maybe this guy comes back. They took Isaiah Spiller. He's RB 46 right now, in a, in a dynasty league format. Fun. But in a redraft, I wouldn't mind. Um, you know, you know how you have that opportunity to like to highlight a guy you keep an eye on or whatever that is. Right. Yep. Most most platforms have that sort of thing. I would, yeah, I would keep him. I would keep an eye on Isaiah Spiller. I might not draft him, you know, with short rosters, but I would that'd be something somebody I'd keep an eye on because I I think he's the clear RB two. That's RB forty nine in Fantasy Pros ADP right now. Okay. Yeah, my only problem is I don't know that he's the first the first backup you know there's talk about kelly being the backup to kick the rookie to the curb until it's like game time then it's like okay right you're the number yeah. two yeah that's I, I don't know who is you know i'm not saying that one one is and one isn't all right give um, us give us a wide receiver oh the wide receivers finally getting into the meat and potatoes i'm excited to steal your guy go ahead <laughs> marquise hollywood brown Damn it. <laughs> I'll, I'll find another second wide receiver he was actually my first wide receiver that's fine at least we agree fucker that was a textbook answer man come on yeah, it's easy yeah yeah i do i like mean we, we can chat about it i mean marquise brown everyone's like oh wait d hop's coming back but dude these guys are high school buddies they probably like they probably done some shit that'll that would get them both in trouble <laughs> You know, no, no. he's the wide receiver one, and I think he stays that the whole season. What is all of a sudden? Yeah, I agree. I don't he's think that good. when Hopkins comes back, that, that it hurts uh, Hollywood as much as people might suggest. I mean, and and the big part in a fantasy football league, you want to get off to a good start. Like, forget about it. You don't want to be like, oh yeah, let me wait till week six to like turn up the, turn up my game. You know, you want to explode out of the gates and. Kyler to Hollywood, I feel like it's going to be an explosion out of the gates. Everyone's doubting the, the Cardinals anyway. I think it's a no-brainer. You're with me on this one, clearly. I think it's an easy one for me. Yeah, mm. I'll go with DJ Moore. He finally puts puts together and ends up being top seven or eight this year. Yeah. He's going to catch. I think that the obviously the offense has a better quarterback this year for touchdown production. Uh, if you take Baker Mayfield's career TD percentage and apply it to we're going to see out of DJ Moore as far as targets go, you're looking at like eight touchdowns instead of four to six. Give give DJ Moore 140 targets and he should catch eight touchdowns out of that. Ooh. I'm hoping that's what we see. Now, Baker's team is, is a downgrade from the Browns team he just came from. Would you agree? You think it's more thing, uh, maybe a parallel move, like a lateral move, but a little better weapons. Average. No, better weapons, but a worse offensive line. That's what it is. He's got way better weapons. Well, he's, I think he's sticky protecting him now. His blind sure. side. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. That offensive line in Cleveland was great. So there's that issue. He's not going to have as good an offensive line, but he's going to have much better weapons. I don't think there's any question about that. So you roll out there with DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey as your primary receivers, that feels really good as a quarterback. Yep. You know, versus, well, whatever scrubs they were running around. Hell, they traded Odell and et cetera. And they're going to be playing from behind more, you know, more distant behind. It's not like the Browns were ahead a bunch last year, but they played close games. Whereas okay. I don't know if that's going to be the case. Who's they your second, uh, second wide receiver? Well, for my second wide receiver, I have Senior Juju. Oh, top fifteen, yeah. year, man! Top fifteen uh, with upside. It's a hot pick. I think uh, I think he's going to fill in fine in that role. Uh, overall, Mahomes might have a better crew, a better receiving core than he's had in his career. Now he doesn't have the the high end, obviously, of Tyreek, but you're replacing Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle with. Juju and Sky Moore and MVS. That, that's that's a significant upgrade. I'm going to counter you with my second wide receiver, the wide receiver 28 in DLF, but we're talking uh, redraft charity stuff. I'm going back to my original boy, Corlin Sun. And I'm going to say this because the wide receiver two in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say this because he's going to be the big play wide receiver in Denver. And you're going to need a lot of big plays if you want to compete with the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Chiefs. I think Corlin Sana 
Cortland Sun's been hindered by the by the lack of quarterback play, and he's had some, dealt with some unfriendly injuries, unnecessary uh, occurrences, and this is going to be something that his year, man. I mean, Sutton's going to be his uh, R- Russ's DK. Yeah, I don't. I think that Sutton is a is a very poor man's DK. Sutton's a beast. He's a beast. He's Judy not is not man. a beast. Sutton's going to wrestle a. Sutton's going to take a touchdown. Sutton's gonna zone. have to have Sutton's gonna have to have a bunch of contested catches because he doesn't separate like Judy does. Oh my gosh. How about that? Listen, this guy's a 124 inch broad jump. You kidding me? Okay. <laughs> Dude, he's got a 35, he's got a 35 inch vertical. <laughs> Wait, is that supposed to be impressive? I don't know. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> a 35 inch <laughs> a 35 inch vert is nothing. Not great at all. Listen, well that well, what the hell, man? Well, who's your tight end? Dalton Schultz, man, I mentioned earlier. Oh, did you mention him to me in, in, in confidence? And no, I mentioned him on the show we here. Talked I was we talked about the Chiefs. Peek. I was going to give you a sneak peek into there. I think he gets 120 plus targets this year. They're going to be struggling for receiving options this year. What? With, uh, yeah, you think Michael Gallup isn't starting healthy? They don't have Amari Cooper on the team anymore. It's Ceedee Lamb, and then who? Dalton Schultz is next up, man. There's going to be opportunity. Can he seize it? We'll see. But, so the current tight end eight, you're thinking might might creep up to tight end three. He's going to be a prominent role in that offense. I do. If he gets 120 targets, you're looking at instead of, let's see here, instead of like the 70 for 808, you're probably looking, or 78 for 808, you're probably looking more at like 88 for 900 plus. Okay, so yeah, man, we're talking about touchdowns. I mean, you're, it's a borderline tight end one, but you think he's going to be like a, a big part of a the tight end one scene? He's not I a borderline tight end one. He is. He's firmly entrenched in the tight end mid tight end. I think he was tight end six last year, something like that. Okay, well, he's being drafted as a tight end eight in dynasty leagues, but I, I know we're talking about redraft. Well, I don't even know why you have dynasty ADP up right now because that's all my that's all I know how to look up. I don't know how to look up stuff. You just search redraft. Um, ADP. Yes. Well, here's my okay. So you want to hear my tight end? Well, I feel like he's gonna have a better season than Don Schultz. Can you guess him? Oh, who are you gonna say? Um, hold on. Better season. You're gonna say Cole Komet, aren't you? Nope. I don't know. Zach Ertz. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why not. Why can't Zach Ertz be a a big time player in that Arizona Cardinals offense? Why not? No, I, I can't argue with that. Um, that's another situation where you're gonna have. You're gonna have a guy that is gonna have opportunity. So he's another year comfortable in that system after being traded in the middle of the season mm-hmm. and trying to get acclimated. The guy's only 32. I mean, he'll be he'll be 32 in November, but that's that's young in the, in in the grand scheme of tight end production age. Right. So let's see. From week six, well, he started in week seven. So let's go to last year's scoring. Zach Ertz was tight end four. Yeah, it's twelve yeah. game. You could take him in like the twelfth round or something. Like, you're is he really falling that far? I don't know. I, I don't think so. He's here. not flashy, okay. but I mean, he should be. He should be a top five drafted tight end. He is the tight end nine off the board. That's his floor. ADP, yeah. Tight end yeah. nine is his floor. Yep, he's going behind right? Goddard Ertz. That high-powered offense, the volume off, the volume passing offense with a brand new receiver, with their number one, with D Hop on, you know, on hiatus. Yeah, Earth, no, no. Earth is the next, the next steadiest guy with Kyler, right? Yeah, I agree. It's He's a similar situation to Schultz, where you're looking at there's there's not as many receiving options. Uh, he could be the number two option on the team. Oh yeah. man. The more I think about it, man, I'm all, I'm, I'm going to be all over Hertz. All right, so who's your flex? I don't know, Elijah Moore. I love him. Yes, you do. Yes, he's going to be the man. I mean, Elijah Moore is a wide receiver one. If you want him, you got to reach for him. This is what this exercise has been, guys. You want to reach for? Yeah, probably so. Yep. And you so, know? speaking of reaching, you might want someone with that can can reach to the sky. Ooh, someone like a really Bobby, like a Bobby Trees. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Trees. He's a tall tree in a short forest. Let's and go. Doesn't sound like Tennessee has anyone interested in catching the ball for them these days. Right. Right. I think Traylon Burks is gonna it's gonna take him a minute to really get acclimated. Once old uh, Robert Woods gets his uh knee back together, I think he's gonna be rolling. 
all the way down at wide receiver 41, 97 okay. overall. So if you're going, if you're in the eighth round or early ninth round, why not? Yeah, you, you don't have to reach for him too early. All right. You ready to wrap it up, baby? <laughs> oh, yes, I don't even know. You can cut a half hour out of that and just make an hour oh, and a half show. Oh, we'll see what it does. We'll see. I have some time in my hands. We'll see what kind of magic I can do to the, to the show. But we'll, we'll leave you with this. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers. Talking Dynasty Football, baby.